0: Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. Welcome back to the Military Triple Podcast, everyone. Today is a midweek mindset episode, and the quote that I have for you is from Jimmy Dean. And Jimmy Dean once said, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. So as we look at our lives, and uh, in the military in particular, everything is nebulous. Everything is changing. We are moving in a thousand different directions. I mean, y'all are fantastic in your ability to be semper gumby, right? Ever flexible. And as we look at all of the things that are happening, global politics, my family and I are constantly watching the news and watching what's happening all over the world. And we view it differently, certainly than we did while we were in the military, because the threat of deployment isn't hanging over my head. But the things that are happening on the world stage, like, holy cow, they're still just as impactful to the nation, if not the world, as they used to be. And so global politics are always shifting in a way that is is scary, let's be honest. Your local mission is, is always evolving and there's mission creep. And the better you are at your job, the more you get asked to do. And then we have local emergencies, the drive-by taskings, the things that have to be done by five o'clock, two o'clock, one o'clock. You've been asked to do a special duty. You're tasked to go TDY, things that you didn't anticipate. Having a new child, they get thrown into the mix. The wind changes. On top of that, we have changing leaders. On the last podcast episode, episode 129, I talked about how we have a short time horizon as military leaders, how commanders are moving every two to three years and military members, same thing. Roughly every three to four years, we're off to a new base. And so you're dealing with changing leadership, changing priorities. Nothing is the same. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow doesn't exist. All you have is right now. And right now is dramatically different than then, whenever then was. And so often we think that we know where we're going, but the environment tosses us around like the ocean in the storm. And one of the things that we have to realize early in our journey is that we can either fight that storm or we can lean into the storm. That we can fight the wind or we can lean into the wind. And you're surrounded by people every day. I know that you are. That they look at the wind and they rail, rail against it. They stand on the bow of the ship and they yell that the wind sucks. This organization sucks. This base sucks. This idea sucks. This job sucks. This is unfair. This isn't right. Like They rally against the wind, thinking that somehow that's going to make them feel better. There's data that says that the more we complain, the less happy we are. Not the less happy we are, the more we complain. There's an inverse there. The more that we allow our brain to focus on the complaints, the less happy, the less healthy we are over the long term. And so we can't allow ourselves to be that person that complains. And I promise you, it will always be someone else or something to complain about. When I worked at the base level, we looked up, it was the commander's fault. When I worked at the commander level, the squadron level, it was the, the wing's fault, the group's fault, the NAF's fault. When I worked at the NAF, it was the idiots down at the squadron that were giving us a problem. Always somewhere to look up, down, laterally, left, right. There's someone to blame that a us. Our circumstances suck. And in a sense, that's true. Human existence is difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. Life isn't supposed to be easy. We're supposed to work by the sweat of our brow, eat by the sweat of our brow. And we do. And the most successful people are positive people, collaborators, people that don't fight against the wind but learn to adjust their sails. And how we react is not only the most important thing in our journey, but it's also the only thing that we control. And when we Focus on things that we can't control, we feel helpless and we feel hopeless. And so we should triple down and double down on what we do, not fight against the wind. And so, one of the things that we think about if you look, if you look at a ship, ships that are in storms, they don't lean away from the wind. Like if you look at the waves as they come in, the boat rocks. And if you're watching this on video, you can kind of see me rocking my hand. But if a wave is coming towards you, even when you're surfing, you learn this you can't go perpendicular, you don't try to run away, the wave will just overtake you. The only thing that you can do on a ship or on a surfboard is lean into the wave. You go up and you pop down on the other side. And as the waves come towards you, you adjust your trajectory so that you hit the next wave head on. But if you allow the wave to hit you sideways, if you fight against it or you turn to run away, bad things happen to you. And so we have to be willing to make these minute changes in our journey. If you're going from Los Angeles to Hawaii on an airplane, one of the things that you'll notice is while it's a straight linear shot, Your pilot is constantly adjusting their trajectory. And so I often talk about how, you know, if you're off by one degree, you'll never see the island. That's true. But you also have to understand the entire journey, the plane keeps pivoting and turning. And it's like, how is this happening? Well, it's reacting. It's reacting to variables and air pressure. It's reacting in variables to the wind. And so the pilot is constantly adjusting their journey. And we have to be doing the same thing. The pilot can't rail against the wind. The pilot can't fight against it. It can't argue it. It can't yell with it. It just has to do it. The pilot just has to make those minute changes that get them to the island. And we should encourage our team members to embrace this philosophy. The first part of that is our team members have to know where they're headed. If you don't know where you're headed, of course, you're going to be upset when you get tossed about because it's inconvenient. But if you have a clear goal, of course, there's going to be opposition and things that stand in your way. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a worthy goal. Our team members need worthy goals. What are their goals? Are they not dreaming big enough? Challenge them to dream bigger. Are they not dreaming with enough ambition? Challenge them to have more ambition. Push them and hold them accountable to ever-increasing higher standards. Force them to have goals. If they don't have goals, then you set goals for them during your time together and make it abundantly clear to them. Hey, I want to help you reach your goal. If you don't have a goal, I'm going to set a goal for you and I'm going to tell you what that goal is and we're going to get you there. They may not like that, so let them get their own goal. But always have one in your pocket for standby but they need to have a clear destination in mind where are they headed as they identify obstacles what is our goal we need to give them tools we have perspective the giant toolkit is the best toolkit i know of when it comes to this but we need to give them tools that help them navigate coach them through and hold them accountable core process is the tool what are you going through what is the learning opportunity what is their piece of the puzzle what can they do differently before your next meeting and then you follow up with them to make sure that it gets accomplished but we need to know where they're headed, we need to give them tools so they can overcome, and then we need to celebrate success, every hill that they go over. If it was even mildly bigger than the last one, that's a big moment for celebration. We don't necessarily celebrate in a big way when somebody accomplishes the same level of goal over and over again, it's like they already did that. If my kids are using bumpers, I'm not gonna celebrate every time they hit the bumpers, But I'm going to celebrate when they hit one pin this week, two pins next week, three pins the week after that. When they lower the bumpers, we're going to really celebrate. When they hit their first strike or spare without bumpers, it's going to be a momentous occasion. But I have to be building them towards that. And I don't know what we're building to if we don't have a goal. How do I know if they're doing a good job? How do they know if they're going to reach their target if that target isn't clearly articulated? What is your goal? And you need to sit down and think of every person that you're leading. Do you know what their goals are? If you don't know what their goals are, oops, apologize, find out. If they don't have a goal, great. Let's establish one and then let's start the process week over week over week. How do we inch towards that goal? Not every six months. How'd you do getting towards that goal? You set six months ago. Forget that. What did you do last week towards your goal? Don't let yourself get caught up in the six month cycle. Without regular check-ins, how will we ever know if we're going to make it? If you have to do 100 units of work to reach your goal and you have 100 days and you start slipping and it's like by day 50, you have 70 days of work to do, you're not going to reach your goal. You're not just going to burn midnight oil at the very end and get across the finish line. Trust me, I've fallen into that trap many times. Incremental check-ins are the only way to get people across the finish line. And so you've got to lean into that. And so when it comes to ourselves, we can follow our own advice. When it comes to our people, we need to understand their goal. Understand the obstacles they're facing. Meet with them weekly. Meet with them regularly to make sure that you understand the obstacles they're facing so you can provide tools and help coach them so they don't fall behind and they hit their target. If we do this, we'll be remembered as one of the greats. We will transform the lives of the people that we lead in a way that nobody else can touch. Nobody is investing like this in their people, but you can. And when you do and you teach them to do the same, you become a leader that becomes, builds, and leads. You leave generational leadership in your wake And long after you're gone, people will be continuing your pattern without remembering or knowing your name. I promise you, your influence will explode in a way that you can't imagine. And the start, the first step of that is becoming a military Sherpa certified coach. You know this. What do we teach? Skills intelligence, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, and how to scale it both across our teams and our organizations. Spouses attend free, and we give away free seats to every registered 501c3 nonprofit on a military base your top threes, your five, sixes. They can attend our courses for free. They just have to reach out to us. Mark at markjilster.com, great place to start. MilitarySherpa.com, excellent place to start. Go out to those websites. I can't wait to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. I'm out. This organization sucks. This base sucks. This idea sucks. This job sucks. This is unfair. This isn't right. Like they rally against the wind.